1: Listening to Earth Oddity, a weekly odyssey into all the oddity planet Earth has to offer. And now, serving it up, are Christopher Tiny Sullivan and John Long.
2: Welcome everyone to another episode of Earth Oddity Podcast. I am Tiny, sitting across from me is John Long. Howdy. And we thank you for joining us for another episode of Odd News. Although I don't know how we're going to get a whole show out of this because there's nothing going on this week. No,
0: it's been a, been a very boring
2: week, news-wise. Yeah. Nothing. There's There's no cities on fire. No. There's no policemen murdering innocent people in the streets. Right. No. no. Nothing like that. Yeah, no. It's
0: uh, We're the United States and nothing bad ever happens here. Right. 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 Yeah. The greatest and oldest country in the history of the world. Mm-hmm. Um we don't have any problems and we all get along just fine. Yeah. Yeah. Racism is dead. Right. Now, knock on wood, okay? <laughs> knock on wood. Um, uh, nothing's really happened in Alabama.
2: They need to see Birmingham, the home of the civil rights movement. Tear some down tonight. Uh, you saying that, I'm seriously looking around this room for <laughs> some wood to knock on. <laughs> I
0: know we need some. <laughs> because so far,
2: everybody's done really well here. Yeah. And I'm proud of that. We did have a march today. I don't know if you saw yeah. that on oh, Facebook. Yeah, yeah there yeah. was a march downtown. That's right. Nobody got hurt. No. No property got torn up. That's right. And I would just like to thank the protesters for right. protesting and not... Yes. Setting stuff on fire. Not rioting. Yes. Which, you know, we have a lot of practice because we win a lot of national championships, and we don't really tear down stuff. Right. And, you know, mm-hmm. you
0: may get, like, a street sign torn down, and, you know, yeah. somebody climbing a tree on the strip or whatever, but no major damage. Mm-hmm. No buildings being burned or anything. Right. Like what happened in, like, a Big Ten school or something. West Virginia. <laughs> West Virginia can beat like a uh, division two school and they'll set stuff on fire up there as mm-hmm. part of their culture. So um, well,
2: Tennessee they'll fire a coach and set yeah, a mattress on fire.
0: My favorite ride of all time is the <laughs> Lane, Kiffin's Lane Kiffins going, Kiffin's going to to USC. <laughs> I can't I stayed up all night when, when that went down. That was so great. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so uh you know, so there's a lot of serious and heavy stuff going on this week, and we're just here to offer a break for everybody. Yes. And for you to remember that there's a lot of weird stuff going on, too.
2: That and has- we don't want anyone to think that we are calloused about the situation. No. Well, you posted a Chris Rock yeah. quote on yes. Facebook this week. that yeah, he I, said it better than I could. He said it better than anybody could, where right. being a cop is a tough job. He understands that, but... You can't have there have bad are some apples. jobs right. that can't have bad apples. Yes. Like pilots.
0: <laughs> right. He said if uh if American Airlines said, you know, all our pilots are really good and they are great at landing a plane, but we got a few bad apples that are like crashing into the side of a mountain. That's you just can't have You that. can't
2: have that. Right. And I and I would agree with Mr. Rock that right. police officers are the same way. Right. Absolutely. They need to be held accountable. Yeah. That said, I don't think that gives you the right to go tear up someone's personal property who had nothing to do with that situation. Right. Well, I liked what you had to say earlier. Yeah. As we discussed before the show. <laughs> yes. I am pro-burning government buildings, <laughs> anti-burning
0: private property and destroying private property.
2: And know who your enemy is. Yeah, exactly. If your enemy is the police... Yeah, they go take it out on the police. (laughs) Go take it out
0: on the police. (laughs) And I do have a bit of an anarchist streak in me. I've admitted that on the show many times. Uh I don't feel that I need to be ruled by anyone. The problem is all the other idiots in the world. They can't handle (laughs) the responsibility of anarchy. So maybe I'm not the one that needs to comment on what people should <laughs> and shouldn't do. But if you're mad at the police, then go take it out on the police, you know? Not I'm not talking advocating to kill or anything like that, yeah. but that's where I would direct my anger at. Mm-hmm.
2: Not the well, sandwich shop. Right. That yeah. had nothing to do. Yeah. All they are guilty of is making delicious sandwiches sure. for anybody that wants to come in there right. and have a sandwich. And, you know, I don't know that. Tiny and I, either
0: one, are qualified to speak on what any other race feels, any type of oppression that they've been through. All I know is that for my entire life, I've never been afraid of the police. Mm -hmm. I've never been worried about the police at at any point in time unless they were behind me and I had like weed in the car or something. (laughs) And I feel like until we get to the point where everybody in this country feels that way, then we're going to have problems. Right. And I don't know how we get there. Mm -hmm. I don't know how we uh, make those steps and what goes into those steps being completed to everyone feels that way to where they can trust and they don't fear the police. But that's what we got to work towards. And maybe people smarter than me can figure that out. I know there are a lot of great policemen uh, and and sheriffs, officers, and troopers, and and law enforcement across the board. And I would just ask all of them: if you know you have somebody who's not good, then
2: maybe you should deal with them it out. before yeah the society deals with
0: right. Them. And I know, right. I mean, now tiny, I might offend you. Police unions are a big problem in this. <laughs> you can't fire people, right? Yeah, I'm a union yeah. buster too. I'm, I'm a dichotomy <laughs> of like. Political stances, so, right? Yeah, police unions are a problem. I think in this, so a guy like the officer in Minneapolis who had like eighteen or whatever, you know, violations, you know, and the union,
2: yeah. protects him, right? And so that's why because you that's have the him. function of
0: the union, right?
2: I mean, they're they're doing what they're supposed to do, but but they need to protect the good guys, yeah, not right. the good guys and bad alike,
0: exactly. Right? So we got to. Figure all that out, and we're not going to figure it out on this podcast at all. No, we're neither qualified or smart enough, or have the life
2: experiences yeah. to do so. Nobody listening to this show listens because we're right. educated and smart. No, hopefully they, I listen. Think they <laughs> listen for the opposite of that. You know, like, yeah, like what an ego boost for our listeners to yes. listen to you and I. You know? Yeah, <laughs> we hope they listen because they're entertained. Exactly, and we don't have the answers, and we're not going to pretend like we have the right. answers.
0: Yeah. So, I just, you know, I think that we have some major problems in this country. We cannot ignore them. No. Um, they've been ignored for far too long, and we need to address them, and I'm all for that. You know, and I'm if if I can be a part of that solution in any way, I'll be glad to, mm-hmm. but I don't know that we're going to say anything profound on this podcast that's no. going to echo through the <laughs> far reaches of society, and they'll be like, well, those two rednecks got it right, you know? <laughs>
2: yes. So...
0: <laughs> I, just, I just know that if you're a person of color listening to this, uh, you know, I understand that, that you have a lot of different views. And if you want to talk, I would be glad to talk mm-hmm. to anybody about it. You know, reach out, email us, call us, find me on Facebook or whatever. Because, I, you know, I, I think the biggest thing we need as just regular citizens is more communication. Yeah. You know, it's a little different in Alabama. Because we are in a very very biracial state, I mean right. there are two races here and they're both prominent and we interact and work and things. So sometimes those issues are seem a little minimal because we you're like, well, I work with Joe and and he's an African American and he's fine and me and him are cool, so everything's cool with us. But you don't really have mm-hmm. those in depth conversations with them that you need to. So
2: I think it all boils down to people are individuals sure. and this is just I didn't come up with this. Yeah. But this is just the philosophy that I subscribe to. People are individuals. I don't think you can look at any one person and ascertain anything about them. Right, personally, as in their outlook on life, by just the color of their skin or general appearance, general exactly. I mean, people think I'm a supermodel all the time, <laughs> yes. and I have to tell them I'm not. I'm like, no,
0: I am. I'm just a normal person with devastatingly handsome, mm-hmm. good looks, features. So right, <laughs> that's just part of it. You know, I'm. I am not a Chippendales
2: dancer, ma'am. Please don't stuff dollar bills in my waistline. So people all the time they they talk to me and they assume that. I'm a high school dropout. (laughs) I have to... Tell them that hey, I you, graduated you from high school. GED. Thank you very much. I have my GED. I have a standard <laughs> diploma from Fayette County High School. That's exactly what I got too. <laughs> I couldn't get an advanced diploma because I
0: failed algebra too.
2: I failed trigonometry. Okay, that was my one credit needed for a, a, the highfalutin advanced <laughs> right. high school diploma. Yeah, like, what well, does that get anybody in life? You know, I've never had anyone look at me and go, "What what kind of diploma did you get in high school?" <laughs> I remember. And I was a C and D student. I was not sure. Oh, yeah, me too. But I remember sitting in biology class in seventh grade and getting sold on the idea that I needed to enroll in the advanced diploma right. track in yes. high school. Biggest waste <laughs> of my time. Did you have ever. to take a foreign language? That's I, why I took yeah. French. Yeah. Yeah, I took Spanish, but we had a teacher who didn't fail anybody. Uh, was such a pushover. In fact, he only lasted one school year before he got <laughs> fired.
0: <laughs> like, get this dude out of here. So. That's yeah, how I got even, my foreign language credit. French was the only foreign language they offered when I was in school, mm-hmm. which is wild that you would pick French, which I've said before. You <laughs> yes. know, I got all the languages to learn in rural northwest Alabama.
2: Yeah. Why not the language that 10 percent of the people who live here exactly speak? right. Spanish would have been so much more useful. <laughs> yes.
0: I ended up learning some Spanish along the way from working in restaurants. You know, right. you just learn what what we always call restaurant Spanish so you can communicate. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I, I know a little Spanish, but if you drive me off, say in Mexico, I would not do. You know, I, I would be lost, you know. I I couldn't communicate outside of saying uh, where are the green peppers and all that. So
2: well, anyway, now that we have uh, fixed all of society's problems sure. here in America,
0: <laughs> yes. What stories, do you, would you like to talk about this week? Oh man, I got some good ones this week. Several here. Let me get my page open again. I got a girlfriend who's a little mad at her boyfriend. That's always a good one. That's nothing new, right? Tale as old as time. And let's go back. Uh, rewind for just a second. I will not be leading off with a story <laughs> anymore on no. this podcast. Last week, we took a hard left turn.
2: I mean. Right out of the gate. Right out of the gate. Yeah.
0: I hope everybody enjoyed it. That was my one time <laughs> to do the first story ever in the history of Earth Odd. <laughs> and I blew it, you know. <laughs> or I did really good. So I got that one. I got another one was a guy who broke into a bank, non-riot related, okay. breaking into a bank. All right. What
2: about you? Well, I have donuts being used as bait okay. to trap a bear. Oh, I'm sick of police. Okay. <laughs> and then I've got a, I've got a Florida man who is accused of chicken abuse. Oh. I want to start oh. with this one. Okay, <laughs> Boys let Black Widow bite them in hopes of turning into Spider-Man. Wow.
0: Okay. <laughs> How old were these boys? Well,
2: uh three young Bolivian brothers were hospitalized after getting a black widow spider to bite them, thinking it would turn them into Spider-Man according to officials. Mm. The Marvel-loving siblings, ages 12, 10, and 8. Okay, 12-year-old's too old. He <laughs> needs to you should know this by 12, right? You would think the 12-year-old would get the 8 and the 10-year-old boys to do it, but he wouldn't do it. <laughs> It's well, what you would normally expect in that situation.
0: And, you know, I mean, if in America, at least in Alabama, there's only two poisonous spiders. Right. The blackwood and, and the brown recluse. And the brown recluse, yes. And you pretty much learn to identify those pretty early mm-hmm. in life, or at least I did and my kids did. And they don't like light, so you don't see a lot of no. them unless you go looking for them. Now, the first house Deidre and I ever bought, uh-huh. it was in the vinyl side, it was a starter home and all that. And around it, there were probably 25 black widows that were living behind, like under the eve of the vinyl right. side. And then when you would walk close, they would run back over to the vinyl side. I ended up killing all of them, but yeah, there was a bunch.
2: A bunch of them. It was them.
0: pretty wild. Well, Anyways, anyway, yeah.
2: <laughs> They found the spider while they were herding goats, a Ministry of Health official revealed at Coronavirus Briefing Saturday, according to Telemundo. Thinking it would give them superhero powers, they prodded it with a stick until it bit them in in turn. Finding them crying, their mom rushed them to a nearby health center, which transferred them to a nearby hospital, the would-be Peter Parkers were transferred a third time, taken to Children's Hospital in La Paz the next day with fevers, tremors, and muscle pains, according to the report. Uh, there, They were treated and discharged last Wednesday, almost a week after they were bitten. Pedro, <laughs> I'm guessing this is one of the boys here, he shared the drama as a warning to parents, saying that for children, everything is real, movies are real, even though they are, in fact, an illusion, according to Telemundo. Okay. With venom 15 times stronger than a rattlesnake's, black widows are one of the most feared spiders in the world and the most venomous in North America. While their bites are not usually fatal, children are among those most at risk, along with the elderly and the infirm. Arachnids are not aggressive and bite only in self-defense, National Geographic says. They like to say that. (laughs) They like to say that about... You know what, Now I've never heard National Geographic come out and say... Any animal. you know what this right. animal loves to tear right. up human beings. Yes, so steer clear. It can be like a
0: tiger, and they're <laughs> like tigers rarely attack humans or whatever. And you're like but because if
2: people stay away from tigers. <laughs> you're like tigers will <laughs> eat humans all day long if you just walk out there with them. You know what the most dangerous animal in the world is a hippopotamus. Hippopotamus Boom, knew it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hippos are no joke, they- <laughs> and and you know what they are very aggressive. Yes, and very territorial. Yes, you better steer clear. Right.
0: Yeah. I would rather tangle with a black widow more than oh, a. Oh, absolutely! Piders.
2: Well, I'm bigger than a black widow. Yeah, right. Yeah,
0: I can step on it. <laughs> yes. Are you afraid of spiders? No, no. Okay, me either. I, I mean, people I don't who get are afraid of it. spiders yeah. like really kind of. I kind of look down on them, you know. <laughs> well, it's a lot of people. I know, I know. I mean, arachnophobia—they so. made a whole movie about it. <laughs> it's a great movie, by the way. Never seen it. But <laughs> but I know it's out there.
2: I remember when it came out. But, uh, yeah, I, I've looked down
0: on people who are afraid of spiders. I'm like, you're bigger than it. Just step on it.
2: And there's t- there's only two of them that can hurt you anyway. Yeah, absolutely. And the odds of you running into those is pretty slim. Well, you probably, you can recognize it. Yeah. So just stay away from them. So it's very simple. You can still, like you said, you can still probably smash before they bite you. <laughs> it's exactly. It's like
0: the same murder oriented argument. If I can kill you with a rolled up newspaper, <laughs> then I'm not afraid of it. I'm sorry. Who
2: coined the term "murder hornet"? I have no because idea.
0: a plus, murder hornets <laughs> only had like a one-week shelf life <laughs> yeah. in the United States, and then we just <laughs> completely forgot about them. <laughs> yes. got, like, no, we got riots to have. We still got this coronavirus going on. No time for murder hornets. We're not even <laughs> worried about them. But I, you know, I would think in Bolivia, I'm sure it probably has more poisonous spiders than we do around here, mm-hmm. but. You know, like my kids know how to find venomous snakes and what they look like. You know, they know how to tell what spiders will hurt them. All of that, you know, stay away from the hornet's nest. All of it. <laughs> yes. That's just normal parenting that you would teach your kids if there are things out there that could kill them.
2: I will say here in Alabama, we don't have a lot of wildlife that is super duper dangerous. Well, we have several snakes. Yeah, but even our snakes, uh, they can be deadly, but they rarely are. Yeah. No.
0: Well, a guy I work with got bit by a copperhead this week mm-hmm. and came back to work like the next day. I'm yeah. Like, it's so it's wild. He puked all day. You know, he so it did awesome.
2: inv- inveminate him. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Cause I know sometimes yeah. you get a dry bite. Yeah. But, no. Okay.
0: And, you know, I almost stepped on a copperhead last year
2: about this time. I know that uh, in my first aid class, I'm a first responder, and they told, and the guy told us that. 90% of the time, even if you're bit by a venomous snake, what they'll usually do is they'll admit you and they'll keep a watch on you. Yeah, they'll
0: you. observe you. Right.
2: And they'll give you venom if you get really bad, but right. they will try to see. Most of the time, you'll just come back from it. And the right. reason they don't want to use treatments is because it's like $90,000 yeah, to get treated expensive. with an antivenom, yes. So
0: Yeah, but, you know, we have the world's only semi-aquatic venomous snake in the water moccasin. Mm-hmm. Copperhead, rattlesnakes, coral snakes, all in Alabama, mm-hmm. along with Black Widow and the uh, Brown recluse. Right. And then just your general meth heads.
2: Feral pigs, they can be kind of yes, mean. Yes, they can.
0: So, Yes, they can. Got bobcats, too. Now, bobcats don't really
2: attack. <laughs> I've never heard of someone getting attacked by a bobcat.
0: I, I've heard of people getting attacked by bobcats, but really? very rarely. A raccoon will mess you up. <laughs> yeah, people yeah. don't know a raccoon is mean they I think they're too mean. cuddly but they are mean but I, I, if you see a raccoon in the daylight you need to get away from it because it's got rabies
2: and as far as I know, none of these animals will give you superpowers. No, yeah, right. Exactly. I've been bitten by every single one of them. <laughs> not once did I get a power. <laughs> no, that's
0: the other thing you need to teach your kids is that movies aren't real life. <laughs> you
2: know, yes. I feel like I had that conversation with my kids <laughs> very early on. Like the stuff you see on TV is not real. Two things I always tell my boys: number one, movies are not real. Number two, cable news is fake. <laughs> So you can't
0: believe anything you see on TV. Well, I mean, let's be honest. Fox News is real, <laughs> right? Well, I hate it for those kids. I'm glad they're going to get okay, you know? Yes. That's no fun.
2: And lesson learned.
0: Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I bet mean, they won't go messing with Black Widows anymore. Which, I mean, that's pretty That's pretty bold to catch
2: one, you know? <laughs> Would it be... Uh- would it be bad of me to to track them down and send them an email saying you got to get bit twice before you get powers? I was say
0: you could act, you could act like you're from the Justice League or whichever one Spider Man's a part of, and be like, you have the superpowers, you just have to grow into them. You know, right. when you turn eighteen, they don't
2: manifest me. until right. you're in high school. Right? When, when you're eighteen, contact me. They come out during puberty. <laughs> <laughs>
0: All right, well, let's move on to another guy who uh, made a little mistake here. Uh, this is from San Diego, California. Police say that a man who broke into a bank in California did so just to heat up his hot pocket in the microwave. All <laughs> okay. right. Are you a fan of hot pockets? Uh, There's not
2: the worst lunch you can yeah, have. Right. Yeah. Yeah, it's an easy lunch. Delicious to me. Had mm-hmm. I probably ate two this week. Yeah. I have not had a hot pocket in a while. I may not. go, I may stop at the store and get some after this.
0: <laughs> what's your favorite? What's your go-to guy?
2: I like the pepperoni, personally. Okay. Right,
0: that's what we got at the house yeah. right now. I'm more pepperoni, about, hot I'm ham and cheese, ham I'm and cheese, a ham and cheese guy. Yeah. yeah. All right. So, police were called to a Wells Fargo bank early on Wednesday morning. When they arrived, they found a broken window near the <laughs> bank's drive-through. You're thinking somebody's robbing the bank. Yes.
2: An that alarm, would be my first thought.
0: Yes. An ar- alarm company reported that their surveillance cameras caught a man inside a break room using the microwave. When the man was arrested, officers say that he told them that's why he was there. The reporter asked, you did that for a Hot Pocket? And the man said, yes, all that for a Hot Pocket. <laughs> the reporter said, you broke into a bank for a Hot Pocket? And the man said, Hot Pocket. Hot Pocket.
2: Hot Pockets.
3: Hot Pockets. <laughs>
2: He's telling the reporter, did you not understand me? Yes. This is a Hot Pocket. The reporter says, was it worth it? And he says, heck yeah, it was worth it. (laughs) (laughs) Have you never had a pepperoni Hot Pocket?
0: (laughs) Absolutely, it was worth it. The man was arrested on suspicion of breaking into the bank, but police have not released his name or any other details.
2: What do you I, get in trouble if if he didn't touch any right, of the money? Are you just going to use the microwave? <laughs> use the microwave. I don't
0: know. Like, how do you arrest? I mean, you arrest him for breaking and entering, sure, yeah, but not like for felony theft. He would not try to get into the
2: vault or anything. Or can they? I don't know. arrest you for that. I don't know. Just, I mean, just simply breaking into the bank does that qualify you for those kind of charges? I don't know.
0: I would imagine the banking industry is big enough to have pushed through some laws that would like automatically get (laughs) you charged if you go in after hours or something. But this is clearly a case where either he was very hungry or crazy or Or maybe both. He was casing the joint out for a later (laughs) break in, you know. And figuring out the alarm system response time, all that.
2: And he's thinking they're going to let him out. Right. So he can come back and do it again.
0: Well, it's Ocean's Eleven Hot Pocket Edition. (laughs) Brought to you by Hot Pockets. (laughs) Yeah. So if you got a Hot Pocket, like most convenience stores have a microwave. Right. Just roll up in there and use their microwave.
2: And and also, and don't ask them if you can. Yeah, just do it. Just do it. Yeah, once this, once that two minutes clicks off, <laughs> you don't need to get permission anymore. <laughs> yeah. And what are they going to do? And if they get mad, just apologize profusely. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm so, so right. sorry.
0: This wasn't for public use.
2: 45 seconds. Come on, man. <laughs> 45 seconds left. It's still a little cold in the middle. <laughs> <laughs> and I stick it back in for 30 more seconds. <laughs> I mean, I'm not microwaving urine here. That's Come right. on, it's a hot pocket. <laughs> I just go. I'm just gonna bump this add 30 seconds button
0: once. Okay, man. Don't call law on need it still. I didn't. I didn't, Your microwave is not as powerful as the one I use. I'll split home. it with you. <laughs> I'll let you have first bite. <laughs> <laughs> Which if you don't let a hot pocket cool
2: down, it'll burn the mess out of you. It will. I mean, it will. Yeah. Like that's the one, burns. that's my one complaint against hot pockets. Oh yeah, it comes out of the microwave. It smells so good, you want to eat it right away. But you, you better know, not. You better set it aside. You better set it aside. Take your fork and pour
0: a cup, <laughs> poke a couple holes in the top of it. <laughs> yes,
3: yeah.
0: that's my move.
2: That's yeah, I'm glad you said that because I never. I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. yeah. That gives a little heat escape. Well, I've done the little, you know, chop it in half, but there's just something about taking a whole hot pocket in your hand yeah. and biting into it that's right. so satisfying.
0: Yeah. Well, and if you chop it in half... It gets real messy real fast, yeah. You know, mm-hmm. so that's why I poke. You know, I put like one on one end, one on the other end.
2: That's brilliant. I wish I had
0: thought of that. Well, I don't get paid the big bucks for nothing.
2: <laughs> <laughs> you don't get this chubby without a little life hack here and there. <laughs> well, as much as I love hot pockets, what do you think about donuts? I'm a big fan of donuts. <laughs> you know who this body else? is built by donuts? <laughs> you know who else loves donuts? Who bears? Apparently, okay. <laughs> there was a city that used one. Or there was a city that used donuts to lure a bear that was roaming their city into a trap. Okay. Smart move. Yes. uh, Fort Myers, Florida. Glazed or jelly, a black bear roaming around a Florida city proved no match for the donuts that lured the animal into a humane trap. The Fort Myers News Press reports that the juvenile 250-pound bear spent a good chunk of Tuesday morning meandering around the Gulf Coast city. Wildlife officials say that bears tend to move more in the spring in search of mates and, as always, food. In such a congested area, tranquilizing the bear wasn't an option, said Florida Fish and Wildlife Conservation Commission Officer Adam Brown. That is quite a title. It is. (laughs) You need to shorten that up a little. Right. He said the drugs don't always work immediately on large animals such as bears. When we use a tranquilizer, the bear sometimes will run away and we didn't make We didn't want to take any chance of it running into traffic or a residential area. So instead, the officers turned to donuts from Krispy Kreme. Sure. Best donut right. you can buy. That's right. That's right. That's right. (laughs) We had this discussion in the Facebook group. Yeah, that's right. It was in the Facebook group. And I don't want to put down anybody else's donuts. Yeah. But for me, for the Sullivan family, Krispy Kreme is the best donut you can get.
0: Yeah, we're a Krispy Kreme family, too. (laughs) I don't understand people who... Like, if they say Dunkin' Donuts is better or what. Yeah. I don't don't get those people.
2: I've never had a bear try to take away my Dunkin' Donuts. No, that's right. But I can't get into a box of Krispy Kremes without (laughs) everyone trying to get one. Dunkin' Donuts has great coffee, by the way. They do. Love their coffee. The uh, caramel coffee cake. Uh, coffee that you can get in the store. I don't drink it's delicious. Whatever. I don't drink. Like that, I know you. <laughs> I don't drink coffee really for taste. <laughs> you only want bitter bean water that's gonna keep you up. Here's the thing: I
0: drink coffee for caffeine. I don't drink it for taste. I'm not like, oh, yeah. let me enjoy my cup of coffee. I'm like, let me get rid of my morning headache, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, and get my day going.
2: I'm the opposite. I like I like it all. Diders the
0: that way too. Yeah.
2: But I don't you know, I don't get
0: you people that have to put stuff in your coffee. <laughs> like just get used to drinking it
2: without all that it's stuff. It's just good. I mean yeah, and don't get me wrong, I admire the simplicity of just simply waking up and, and drinking a, a cup of coffee black. Yeah. I wish I could do that. But the frank frankly, I need my coffee super sissified before <laughs> I'm willing to drink it. I have
0: a problem drinking like I can't drink it when it's real hot. I gotta let it cool off a little bit, you know?
2: I like it just I don't want it burning my tongue. Yeah, I don't coffee get those Coffee that's called your tongue, no. No, uh, they, thank you. They'll like pour it straight out of the thing and immediately take a sip. And I'm like, how do you do that? My father-in-law, he will brew coffee and then take it out of the the pot. And stick it in the microwave and heat it up more. A lady I work with does that, too. I don't get it. I mean, like, how is your... Do you have any taste buds? <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't understand <laughs> Your it. tongue's like a leather belt. This is, like, flat. I don't get it. Like, I've watched... And I know this may be some insight into my personality... I watched a documentary on hot peppers, okay? Okay. Apparently, (laughs) it does not matter how hot a pepper is or how much capsaicin, which is the chemical that's in peppers that makes it taste hot. It don't matter how much it is. It cannot physically hurt you. It may make you feel like you're on fire. Right. But it doesn't matter how much capsaicin you get. It's not physically harmful.
0: You're not going to fall out like the dude in Dumb and Dumb or (laughs) whatever. Right. Yes. Okay
2: boiling water's different yeah. you can't drink boiling water yes, you're that right down your throat it's <laughs> gonna hurt
0: you i don't get it i don't know how they do it i envy them though because that's my least favorite part is letting it yeah. cool down when i'm eating my breakfast
2: <laughs> well anyway uh that's pretty much the end of the article it just says that uh they got some blueberry pie scented spray for their trap they got the Krispy cream donuts and it they caught there. the bear and half the police force. That's <laughs> that right. <trap>. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: they kept having to reset the trap. because <laughs> cops kept going in it.
2: Yes,
0: that's a that's an age old joke. You know, like <laughs> generations <laughs> wide of yeah. cops love donuts jokes, <laughs> and I'm proud they're still going on. I'm glad they got this trouble making bear off the streets. <laughs> yes, <Yeah. laughs> Yogi Bear. Bears can be a problem though. They don't. People think bears are, like, all cuddly and stuff, but they'll eat you. Just ask Timothy Treadwell. I didn't Treadwell. even name. <laughs> yeah, I didn't oh, wait, even. you can't.
2: He got eaten by a bear. I didn't even name that we have bears in Alabama, too. They can kill you, you know. Do we have bears in yeah, Alabama? On I, mean, the I North Alabama. I always hear about people seeing them. Yeah. But it's like there's kind of a debate among wildlife people in Alabama. Well, that's cougars.
0: Okay. You know. Now, cougars. Now, we're not talking about single divorcee women that are a little bit older. We got plenty of They're them, they like too. young men. They'll kill you. I mean, they'll, they'll kill you.
2: They're territorial. Very especially territorial. Especially during mating season. I would scratch you up. You don't <laughs> talk about getting scratched up. Uh, but Best animal attack videos ever. There are
0: definitely bears in North Alabama. All right. Okay. Uh, the big debate is whether they're down this far. Mm -hmm. And you'll occasionally get somebody who may or may not have seen one on a trail cam, but there's no like real evidence Mm -hmm. that they're down here, at least that I know. Now, cougars, my whole life, I've heard cougars have been down here. (laughs) Right. And the game and fish department swears they're not. Mm -hmm. Now, there are cougars in Tennessee. There are cougars in Florida. And apparently, they won't cross the border into <laughs> Alabama. They just know, according to our Game and Fish Department, yeah. to not come to Alabama. And there's a video of one that a lady had in her backyard, like in Pelham or somewhere, uh-huh. of a of a cougar. So uh, we got cougars and bears, too. It's pretty dangerous down here in Alabama, <laughs> now that I think about it. Well, uh, Mooning Mower is facing charges. A Jacksonville man was arrested after reports that he mooned neighbors who asked him to stop mowing yards that weren't his. This
3: is a good Samaritan.
0: (laughs) Bradley M. Hayes, who is 42, of 1005 North Fett Street, was arrested at 7.50 p.m. on Tuesday for disorderly conduct. Police were called because a man was mowing a yard that was not his property, and when residents approached him and asked him to leave, the man stood up, pulled down his pants, and exposed his buttocks, (laughs) according to Jacksonville Police Chief or Police Lieutenant Sean Walker. The act caused multiple neighbors to be alarmed and disturbed by the actions, according to the police (laughs) report. So here you have us, a good Samaritan. (laughs) He's out there helping somebody out, and these neighbors come up and tell him to stop, and he's having none of that, and he's going to show them what he (laughs) thinks about it. I think the moon is... Like people will flip off with reckless abandon, flip other people off. Yes. The moon is much more effective, you know. <laughs> yeah. Much more effective. But
2: like, uh, the moon is like
0: funny. Yeah, definitely. You it's know? funny. I've always considered it to be. <laughs> I
2: would laugh at him if he did. Yeah, it. I'd probably moon him back. You know, well, I'll get you some of this. I would wish I had a BB gun. <laughs> so I feel like that's that's really when you crank up the humor. If someone moons you, and then you get shot in the butt with a BB. Oh, uh, what? What you do
0: is a guy moons you, you drop your pants and pull out your penis you're, there. you're like, all right, let's I'm ready. I hope you are And then when he gets freaked out, you're like, "Oh, you weren't coming over me
2: yeah, oh man, what is the name of the comic? There's a comic, oh, I can't think of his name. There's a comic that has a great bit okay, about how anytime he gets in a fight. The first thing he does is strip down naked that's because right. nobody wants to fight they the naked fight a man. Naked guy. Right?
0: <laughs> no, that's definitely true. Who is that guy? I wanna say, I've heard the bit before, but yeah. I, I want for some reason the name Theo Vaughn comes to mind. Who's on like Real World or something? He does stand up that's comedy it. now. But yeah, it was probably not him.
2: i to say Randy something, but anyway,
0: yeah. Yeah, you don't want to fight a naked guy. No. And if you're just mooning for goofs and a guy's standing there like, I, I'm I'm ready to rock and roll, <laughs> you're going to be freaked out, too.
2: And it's also weird because, you know, a lot of movies, you're not supposed to have nudity in a PG-13, but they'll let you get a butt in there. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. there's a lot of PG-13 right. movies where. Yeah, you get a butt in yeah, there. Yeah, <laughs> you can show somebody's butt. Right. I think you can, there's,
0: like, a scale on it. They're like, all right, we'll give you a butt if you cut out a couple of GDs,
2: you know? <laughs> That's how I've always imagined it it's working. Such a weird, yeah. It's such a weird exchange rate. It, yeah, exactly. <laughs> One butt equals two GDs. It's like you want to get the maximum amount of filth into this PG-13 movie you can. Right. But you got to be, you know, like, hey, if you can cut out this butt, you can maybe get a few more customers right. in. Cut out the butt, we'll give you two shots of a girl in a bra, you know? <laughs>
0: <Yes>. <laughs> Cut out the bras and the butts, you get one sex scene.
2: And I feel like a long, it was a long time ago, I feel like the, uh, was the MPAA? Is that what it's called? They quit They quit thinking, hey, someone that's 13 might watch this. Yeah. <laughs> you know? No, yeah. A
0: PG-13 is nothing now. Yeah. You know, it's wild. Mm -hmm. the rating the whole rating system is jacked up to me it is and i'm not a movie guy so i don't really know but it seems to me like if you tag something with an r that's gonna make a kid want to watch it more
2: yeah right Uh i mean that's just human nature so it makes adults want to watch it less yeah i guess so (laughs) because i mean not always but uh i I need to be really careful how i say this i feel like now look, I'm a Christian and I try to be careful about what I watch and what I show to my family. If you go to Carol's Creek, you need to cut it <laughs> off right now.
0: Just pause, fast forward for like a minute and a half and then pick us back up.
2: But what I'll say is the occasional swear word uh-huh. in the right context can be hilarious. Sure. But when you're just sticking it in willy-nilly, all kinds of cuss words yeah. that that it doesn't that the the dialogue of the film doesn't even make sense anymore. Yeah. It really gets annoying to me. Speaking of which, we were
0: watching the show Ozark. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Okay. And, you know, Ruth is on there. <laughs> yes. And every word out of her mouth is the <laughs> F word. And last night, Dater was like, this this is just too much. Yeah. Like, yeah. It, it, it does nothing.
2: That's all she says. She sounds <laughs> like she works at some... Uh, Tire manufacturing facility in rural Alabama. That's what says, like, well, she's a redneck. Like, yeah. have you
0: not hung out with rednecks in a while,
2: Deidre? <laughs> like, this is how they talk. And, yeah. and, yes, they do sound yeah. very uneducated.
0: Yeah, right. But I wouldn't really know because we only watch, you know. VeggieTales. Well, we only watch, like, Kirk Cameron movies. <laughs> okay. Because we're good Christians. <laughs> <Yes>. All right? <laughs> uh, I wouldn't really know about any of that. <laughs> right.
2: <but> yeah. <laughs> What, I don't, uh, I don't what, get the what, rating
0: system. What so.
2: role did Kirk Cameron have in Ozark?
0: <laughs> he was uh he's the guy he's Marty Bird, right? <laughs> <laughs> Kirk Cameron's on family ties, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um Dieter actually wrote me into watching that. I enjoyed the series though. Mm-hmm. I, I I thought it was very good. Uh I don't know a whole lot. I know a lot more about money laundering now than I did before (laughs) I started. Yeah. And I feel like I could do it confidently, you know.
2: If only we had some money to launder. This is, if <laughs> cartels. We're big in the cartel, <laughs> right? We're huge in the cartel. If anybody out there knows anyone that's in the cartel and they need some money launder, right. just DM us. I don't want to work for the cartel. I would rather work for just traditional mob guys. Okay. You
0: know, I just feel like I would get along with the mob guys a little better. There's a language barrier with the cartel. <laughs> you know, I would do better with a regular
2: mob. Well, what's the difference between a cartel and the mob? The
0: cartel is just like the Mexican mob, right? That's how I. Well, what is what is like mob with a little
2: spice <laughs> you what know? does cartel even mean i mean i have no idea i don't speak spanish why do we not have why why are they all not called the mob i don't know yeah. what do they call them in
0: like uh china or whatever uh, is it the chinese mob <laughs> that's what i would call
2: them in japan there's the uh, yakuza. okay okay yeah
0: that's what i was thinking. i knew uh-huh. there was one of those yeah, I'm, I'm a regular mob guy. You got, I mean, Italian food and all of that. It'd be yes. killer. I would love to work for the mob. I've seen a lot of mob movies though, so I know how most of them end, which is not really well.
2: Typically not.
0: Yeah. Life of crime doesn't pay.
2: Well, it pays really good for a while. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And, and sooner or later, you got to pay the Piper. You
2: know, maybe every now and again, you can get away.
0: (laughs) You can retire. You got to go to witness protection and move to some small town in Montana or something.
2: You got to rat out all your family. Yeah. And friends and
0: (laughs) live in fear for the rest of your life, basically. Yeah.
2: Until you get to tell your story on the Howard Stern show. (laughs) Write a book. Write write a screenplay for the movie Goodfellas. (laughs) Yes,
0: exactly. (laughs) Goodfellas is a great movie. It is a good movie. A lot of cussing in that movie. A whole lot of cussing (laughs) in that movie. It's
2: all Joe Pesci's fault. It's his character. <laughs> That's right.
0: Yeah. Uh, I really love Goodfellas. So. Yeah. Great movie. This is turned into a movie podcast.
2: It really is. You want to go ahead
0: and discuss King of
2: Kongs <laughs> while we're at it. <laughs> okay. We had a Patreon show last week. That's and, right. You know, just We can't we,
0: tell you everything we said. I can't
2: tell you everything. But anyone out there that hasn't watched a documentary called The King of Kong, Fistful of Quarters. That's right. It's streaming on uh, YouTube. Yep. You need to go watch it right now. Pause this and go watch that. Absolutely. It'll change your life. (laughs) It's so funny. If you want to get a... It's like Napoleon Dynamite in real life. Yes. If you want to get a picture
0: of nerddom (laughs) and realize why I'm (laughs) anti-nerd,
3: this is the best thing that you can watch (laughs) to
0: illustrate it. King of Kongs, Fistful of Quarters, five-star movie from John Long that I recommend to everyone. So you'll know why I've been in a crusade against nerds for forever. You can't let these people get too much power. You know?
2: (laughs) And and they're increasingly getting more and more influence. They're they're emboldened. I
0: know. Nerds are emboldened (laughs) in today's society, and this is what's coming for us.
2: All right. Well, if I could bring us back to uh, some odd news, this is going to be my last story. And I'm really worried that after we talk about this story, that there's going to be a lot of people that hate me. But I'm going to talk about it anyway. I feel like this needs to be discussed, okay? Florida man accused of kicking a chicken like a football player would kick a field goal. You're laughing. Well, I was like, I'm not the only one who who chuckled when 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 they read that headline. Can we get him on the team in Alabama? That's what I want to know. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, this comes from Monroe County, Florida. A Florida man who was upset about the noise that a chicken was making, he grabbed the bird and he kicked it like a football player would kick a field goal, according to the Monroe County Sheriff's Office. Deputies said that 43-year-old Nicholas Kevin Chew's girlfriend called them on March 22nd to report that he had kicked a chicken while they were arguing. And she was worried that the bird's leg was broken. <laughs> she, okay, I mean, you get the legs are one of the best parts of chicken, right? <laughs> <laughs> A drum okay. is where it's at. Okay, you're sitting at the desk and you get this call. <laughs> me and my boyfriend were arguing, and he kicked my chicken.
0: Well, I would first thing I was
2: like, uh, are "Y'all planning on eating him?" You know, that's my first question. <laughs> Uh, Chu reportedly admitted to kicking the chicken out of his way because he was upset with the birds' noises, records show. Okay, a chicken is noisy, by the way. <laughs> but it was separate witnesses who said that the suspect kicked the animal with the same amount of force that an athlete would use. Okay. So he said he just kind of kicked it out of his way. And yeah. then other witnesses were like, oh, no, he punted this chicken.
0: right <laughs> back. <laughs> he stepped into it.
2: What if he marked
0: (laughs) off his steps like a place of care? (laughs) (laughs) I took three back, two to the side, (laughs) lined it up.
2: (laughs) (laughs) It says here, the Rhode Island red chicken was named Hun and was found standing nearby on one leg. (laughs) (laughs) Because Hun was done. <laughs> was
0: it hunt like, hun short for honey or Hun like, like a till, till of the, the hunt? Hun. Yes, right. like a till okay. of the hunt. All right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's a wild chicken, mate.
2: <laughs> it was taken to an animal hospital where a veterinarian determined that it had suffered four broken ribs, according to a news release. The bird has since been reunited with its owner, who chose to press charges. She was arrested Monday on an animal cruelty charge. Now... I'm not for abusing chickens, you know. No. Well, but I I have more sympathy for like a dog than I do a (laughs) chicken. I'll just say that much. I've never eaten dogs. I've eaten plenty of chickens. I've eaten a ton of chickens. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. And I think that, you know, if you're going to have a chicken sandwich, that chicken should be taken out humanely or at least as humanely as you can. I'm not for torturing chickens. No. Is there a humane way to kill anything though? Cut chop his head off. Is that you think that's humane? I feel like it's it's more humane than kicking it like a football player. Is that humane Let me, know,
0: let me get on my PETA hat here. <laughs> if you were gonna chop off a person's head, would
2: that be humane? I think it would be more humane than, you know
0: Kicking it like kicking a football.
2: Like a football. <laughs> <laughs> Point taken. Point taken. <laughs> I would rather I would rather have my head chopped off in a guillotine than be, like, catapulted through uprights <laughs> in Bright Denny Stadium.
0: Yeah, usually they'll kick it after your head's been chopped off, <laughs> <Yeah>. you know?
2: <laughs> but, I mean, I don't know. Uh, audience, I'm asking you, am I a bad person for chuckling at this chicken? <laughs> Getting, getting kicks. Yes, you, you are. Know. I'll answer for you. You're <laughs> okay. a bad person.
0: I care about all chickens, <laughs> okay. and I don't want you. I don't want them to be kicked. <laughs> nah, I'm, serious business. I don't like chickens. That's why I eat them. You know. Right. Um, when I was in college, the first house I lived in, five seventeen forty second Street is the address. Right down the street were some people who had some chickens, and those uh-huh. roasters would start crowing like at five o'clock every morning. Now. Imagine hungover John, went to bed at 3 a.m., 5 o'clock in the morning, getting woke up by some roosters. You'll want to go kill all of them. Yeah. I would plot, like, how can I kill these people's chickens without them catching me and killing me? <laughs> yeah. I was never successful, but uh, I hated those chickens. I would have kicked every one of them if they would have been close enough to me.
2: I think his his charge should be kicking chicken. <laughs> That'd be a great screen name for him. Yeah. You know? <laughs> What's the charges, Your Honor? Kicking chicken, <laughs> kickin'. first degree, <laughs> first degree kicking chicken.
0: <laughs> Dude just needs
2: to go get a job down at Popeyes.
0: You know, yeah. I just want to think like if you got something against chickens, go work at KFC.
2: I mean, again, I don't want to. I don't want to sound unsympathetic to the chicken here, but you know, this guy is a jerk, right? Sure. This guy's a yeah. Jamaican jerk. <laughs>
0: That would caught me off
2: guard. I love it. Uh,
0: You shouldn't go kicking animals. Let's be real here. Yeah, for somebody like clips all this out and get sends it to PETA.
2: That might be be good for us. You know, it could be some good publicity.
0: (laughs) You shouldn't go kicking any animal, right? right, If you're mad at your girlfriend, you know, or you shouldn't. Mm -hmm. It just in general. Don't go kicking animals.
2: but I would rather him kick this chicken than, you know, kick his girlfriend. Sure. Like an athlete you kick a football.
0: But on the scale of animals, chickens, they don't get a lot of sympathy, you know? Right. I would say they don't have a lot of personality, so uh-huh. they don't, like a dog has a lot of personality. Right. Not to sound like we're in uh, Pulp Fiction and we're having a conversation. Which is you another know, movie with a lot of cussing in it. <laughs> but uh, there are worse animals he could kick in my mind. Right. And like You kick like a little uh, baby rabbit or something, something's wrong with you. Yeah. So I just had a baby rabbit die in my garage the other day. It got trapped in there. We didn't know it was in there. And then something was stinking and I found it.
2: Oh, well, there
0: you go. I ran in the garage and we closed it all up. <laughs> Poor guy. Rest in bunny heaven. I told the kids, this is what happens when you're stuck at home during Easter. they did not think it was funny well let's move on here the headline is just it tells it all somebody posted this i think it was stan in the facebook group okay if you're not a part of our facebook group come and join it up yeah you should join it's a lot of fun pay uh the uh discord yeah
2: while you're at it join our discord
0: i don't even know anything about discord but i joined it and it's a lot of fun it is a lot of fun if you don't know what it is it's like a chat room Uh yeah for you and your friends uh and so this would be all the people in the group if you need an invite
2: just uh dm us we'll send you an invite dm tiny i have no idea how to do that (laughs) Um, and uh anyone that's in the discord if you know someone that would be interested you can send them an invite too sure yeah Bring them in. Everyone needs to quit trying
0: to cyber with me in there. (laughs) I'm just kidding. There's a lot of nerd talk in there to begin with. That's how it opened up. I thought I was going to delete the app.
2: (laughs) I was going to say John loves it.
0: I was about to delete the app. But we steered the conversation (laughs) in other directions. So uh, here's the headline. This is from gentside.co.uk. Okay, Girlfriend is disgusted after discovering boyfriend's strange pooping habit. Everybody knows that people were built to squat when they're going to the bathroom. We own a Squatty Potty at my house. (laughs) I
2: was about to say, I've seen a a Squatty Potty commercial that explained that to me. We
0: have one that's up in the boys' bathroom. We inherited it with the house. Oh, okay. So first sterilized it, and now the boys have it, and they use it. One man has taken it a step further by squatting on the toilet like Gollum, (laughs) a habit that has disgusted his girlfriend.
2: Okay, how does she know? Okay. Unless she was in there with well, him.
0: She wrote a uh, Reddit post about it. Okay. And this is the Reddit post. We've been together for four and a half years. He is sworn off pooping like a normal person in that he refuses to sit on the toilet. Instead, he insists on taking off his pants and underwear... If not getting entirely naked. Now, I knew a guy in college. (laughs) I knew a guy in college that would get entirely naked when he pooped. (laughs) Uh,
2: I think I know that same
0: guy. And squatted on the toilet seat like Gollum. Isn't that how you say his name? Yeah, yeah, that's it. Fine, (laughs) whatever. How he decides to do his business is up to him, but then he'll walk around his house all day with his little toilet seat feet, putting them on the couch, <laughs> on the bed, <laughs> and etc. I acknowledge I'm a germaphobe, so I'm a lot more sensitive to the issues of hygiene than the average Joe, but I'm not sure if I'm overreacting in this case. Am I being nitpicky and finding this gross, or is this legitimately disgusting? So the poster shared on Twitter, and users took great delight in recommending the girlfriend to get her man a squatty potty. Yeah, that seems like that would fix the problem. As endorsed by the Earth Oddity Podcast, we need
2: a we need a sponsorship. Hit and us up. Uh, was it is it uh who's that comedian that nobody likes that's super mean? There's a lot of comedians that are
0: super mean.
2: <laughs> yeah, but this one is the female that posed with the beheaded Donald Trump. Oh, Kathy Griffin. Yeah, she's yeah. she had a well, she lost her squatty potty. Oh, she was a uh, squatty-potty, like, endorsed? She she had a, a, she, <laughs> a deal with them? She had a deal with them, and then she did. Uh, she posed with Donald Trump's severed head, and then she lost it. <laughs> oh, good. She don't have her squatty-potty uh, deal anymore. Well,
0: Trump supporters poop, too. <laughs> <laughs> so, however, the germaphobes' concerns were largely snubbed in favor of the Gollum squatter, <laughs> with many claiming <laughs> there are dirtier things at home than a toilet seat. Say so the kitchen counter one. Twitter user recommended was dirtier than the toilet seat. Now, I didn't know the kitchen counter
2: was, but. You know that show Mythbusters? Yeah. Okay, they did an episode where supposedly there was a study that came out that your toothbrush, because it's there on the sink by the toilet, it's got like fecal matter on sure, it. They right. tested one. Yeah. And uh, they tested that myth, but they also, they put their toothbrushes you know, all over the place. They put them in their workshop. They put them in their kitchen, they put them in their living room, Yeah. they put them in their garden, garage, whatever, and then they took all these toothbrushes and they tested them and you know what they found out? Fecal matter is everywhere? Fecal matter is everywhere. We live in a world of poop, y'all.
0: Okay. So, uh... Another Twitter user said uh, the dude's making five deliveries a day because he she did say he pooped a lot. <laughs> uh, That's impressive. Says I don't know how much more efficient he needs to be. So everybody's
2: <laughs> siding with the squatter. Is he uh If he's pooping five times a day, is he even getting any nutrition out <laughs> of the food he's eating?
0: I don't know. Now I want to get to in detail. I'm a frequent pooper too. Like if I'm at home. Then. right I, mean, I don't let it hang around in me if i feel the need to go i'm going <laughs> okay. right i don't know the people who are like i'm a once a day or whatever right I, i'll go i can go i could probably go up to five times a day not regularly but uh <laughs> okay. if, if i was sitting around doing nothing i might i might i don't if you got it in there let's get it out so huh. the best thing that they could do for this relationship is i want love to last is to get this dude a pair of toilet flip-flops that he just keeps by the toilet, he can strip down, put those on, get up on the thing, then get back off, and she ain't got to worry about his Jeremy feet
2: everywhere. I'm curious. I still want to know how she found this out.
0: <laughs> Did he tell her? In? I don't know. You know, some couples are weird, <laughs> and they'll be in the bathroom when the other one's know Not two. us. No, me no. either. I'll My love will never reach that
2: level for my
0: wife. <laughs> Yeah, I don't want to be in there.
2: Well, I feel almost like it's safeguarding love tonight. <laughs> yeah, exactly. to keep some things private. The thing is about the toilet
0: is that is the one sanctuary you have in life,
2: <laughs> right? You know, like yes. to get away
0: from it all. Like once your kids get old enough to quit coming in there with you, and I all.
2: can't leave a room for more than two minutes without somebody in my family saying, "Where are you, Daddy? Right. Where are you? Right. Where'd you go?"
0: Yeah. So you, you got to get s- swift then when you do it.
2: You <laughs> got swoop and poop. you know? But
0: uh, I, I feel like that if I was the president, the Oval Office would be my bathroom because you can get so much thinking done. It's so <laughs> quiet, you know? Yeah. It's a little cool in there and you can just get a lot done while you're on the toilet. You know, uh-huh. I would think it would be advantageous. So I don't know. Maybe, she, maybe he just came clean with her one day. Maybe. It's like, babe, I love you so much. I got to tell you this one part and see if you still love me. <laughs> I like to perch upon the toilet pole <laughs> and, sc- and poop, which squatting is a more efficient. That's how the Lord made us to yeah, do. Yeah. You know, so maybe he's living in 2030 and we're all stuck here behind. Gonna have to get a powerful bidet, you know? <laughs> yeah. Get that
2: thing with a big stream on it. I got to say, after our discussions about the bidet, it, you got me considering <laughs> uh, Me too. I mean, so, I'm going to get one. You may have brought me
0: around. I yeah. don't know. Oh, it's going to change your life. We're going to have the cleanest <laughs> butts in the podcasting world, you know? Yeah. yeah I'm excited. And You know, when I'm squatting on the toilet bowl, the one thing that leads to me squatting on the toilet bowl is Cajun Curl Bayou Blended Spice. We want to thank them for their support. Check them out at CajunCurl.com. You can order the spice and their Cajun Curl cutter for potatoes right there on CajunCurl.com. It was created on the Elm Bayou in Evangeline Parish, Louisiana, and it's the seasoning that goes on everything. If you like cooking or eating, this is a spice for you. Cajun Curl Bayou Bunded Spice goes well with chicken, beef, pork, potatoes, and anything else you can think of putting it on. The Spiral Potato Cutter is absolutely amazing, it's easy to use, it's easy to clean, and it will allow you to make your own chips using the Cajun Curl Spice. If you want to turn your next cookout or event up a notch, imagine whipping up a batch of homemade potato chips. Your next-door neighbor isn't going to be able to top that. And what's better in life than making your next-door neighbors look like idiots? (laughs) Not much. On the website, CajunCurl.com, you can not only order the original Bayou Blended Spice and the chip cutter, but you'll also find recipes that are absolutely mind-blowing. You can locate your nearest retailer or order your own. If your local grocer doesn't carry world-famous Cajun Girl Bayou Blended Spice, ask them to start stocking it now. Here locally, it's available at Bowels Fresh Market on Skyland Boulevard, Mark Smart in downtown Northport, South Finest Meats, and Piggly Wiggly on Lurling Wallace Boulevard. All of their products are made in the USA, so not only do you enjoy the taste of Cajun Curl, but you also feel patriotic while you enjoy your meal. It's all natural, it's low salt, and it has a little kick to it, but it doesn't burn your lips. And you can interact with the Cajun Curl founder in our Discord group, too. If you, can. you can. You can probably order one right off of Discord. <laughs> and uh, check out their Facebook page as well. World famous Cajun Curl by you blended Spice. Taste the spice, but not the heat. Check them out at CajunCurl.com and use our promo code EOP10. That's the letters EOP and the number 10 to get a 10% discount.
2: We ask that you use the spice, but we don't ask you pay full price. Yep. And stay tuned to later in the show, because we might even ask that you pay nothing at all. Okay. Big announcement coming. Big announcement. <laughs> yes. Okay. <laughs> all right, John, what do you say we go to the phones? All right. We've got a lot of calls this week. Wow. So keep them coming. Our first voicemail comes from Nicole in California. All right.
1: Hey, John and Tiny. It's Nicole from California. Um, I just felt like I needed to call and clear my name i'm the patreon who literally all i said was there are some dudes who can't even get an ugly woman now (laughs) i didn't say these were ugly dudes but i don't think there's any guy by virtue of being ugly can't get a woman i'm saying there's some dudes who are terrible and gross and no one will have them just like there are some women who are terrible and gross and no one would take them I think it was more taking a exception to the idea that, oh, if you can't find anyone, go find yourself an ugly woman.
2: I would like to back up and say that I don't think I agree with her that there are some women who are so gross that they can't find someone. No, right, yeah. If Mama June can find Sugar Bear, I don't think there's a woman alive that can't find some dude willing to shack up with them. Yeah, no, <laughs> I would say, all right, there's a
0: lot of disadvantages to being a woman in society. But if you're a woman and you want a man, you can get a man. <laughs> yes. right? I mean, it's that simple. Now,
2: it, they may not be top shelf, though. No. Right. <laughs> but you yeah. don't have to go through life alone. No, exactly. <laughs> yeah. All right.
1: Just like I would take exception to um, saying, oh, if you can't find anyone. Go find an ugly man. Ugly men and ugly women still have standards. That's all I'm saying. And I don't think either of you are ugly. I think both of you are precious. And She
2: must not have seen our picture oh, on yeah. Facebook. <laughs> uh,
0: I'll say this. She used the word precious.
2: <laughs> okay. Is that how Californian people say bless their heart? Well, I know that.
0: All right, so my wife has worked in the NICU for 20 years, Yes, and not every baby, this is according to her, that is born is a beautiful baby, and so when it's not a beautiful baby, they just say that the baby is precious. <laughs> That's like code. You got an ugly baby. <laughs> yes. I'm sorry if you had a baby in the hospital, and some nurse told you your baby was precious, and you're probably just now figuring out you had an ugly <laughs> baby. Okay. So, but it was yep. beautiful to you, you know? Yes, yes.
1: Even if you were ugly, you guys are so funny, you could find very hot women as evidenced by your lovely wife. That's right.
2: That's true. If
0: you're ugly, you better be funny. That's
1: it.
2: Yeah, and I don't understand it, but uh, somehow. Well, yeah, if you're... If some way.
0: I've said it before. If you're ugly, you got to be rich or you got to be funny. It's, t- it's a tough road if you're an ugly dude, if you don't have those two Or you got to do like mind.
2: Teenage Tiny wanted to do and volunteer in blind school. Still a brilliant plan. Such a good idea. I mean,
0: it really is. If I get divorced, I might do that. You know? <laughs> if Dieter decides to leave me, <laughs> yeah, yeah I'll help the blind community out. <laughs> All right. Well, look, I just want to say... First of all, Nicole, thanks for backing me up on Billy Mitchell. Okay? (laughs) And I love you. I I, I appreciate your stance, and I totally get what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah.
2: I I thought it was hilarious when you said... (laughs) you didn't know who had left that comment right. in the patreon yeah. i knew it was nicole you thought it was some dude yeah right and, But i wasn't going to correct you because <laughs> that was hilarious yeah. <laughs> i just figured it was like some ugly dude it's like i can't find nobody <laughs> yeah. yes i get what she's saying yeah uh, next call comes from jacqueline
4: hey guys it's jacqueline um not trump my last name i am not kin to the Trumps. uh last name you can just say b starts with b so jacqueline b you know whatever jackie b um jackie b john i wanted you know john my canadian sister i really appreciate you talking about the uh the acadians um being you know kicked out of canada and down to louisiana but you and i hate to be this petty but you called them arcadians um, and it's uh, so There's no R in it. Sorry. As a half, my mother is Acadian, so it's uh, it kind of hit a sore spot, but I'm, I'm good. It's glad that you know that part of our, our history. So,
2: yeah, come on, John, get it together. Okay. Well, they're not pirates. Okay. Uh, all right. Let me go on in and put her in her place because she don't know how they
0: say it in Louisiana.
3: <laughs> all right. And I do.
0: Right. Okay. So, I'm saying, you know, I mean, by the way, it's from, they're from France anyway, you know? <laughs> yeah. So we're probably all saying it different. Uh, and that's how they got the name. That's why we call Cajuns Cajuns, because when they were saying it, mm-hmm. when they first immigrated into Louisiana out of uh, the Caribbean, after they got so rudely kicked out of Canada, <laughs> uh, they uh, people misunderstood them and start calling it Cajuns, because they would say, I like our, our, our Cajun you know and it sounded like cajun and they just dropped the r
4: yeah
2: and said cajun right all right
4: hooray uh as far as canada being a commonwealth uh the commonwealth its part of the commonwealth of nations made up of 53 countries including canada that was the most part part of the british empire so it has australia india a lot of countries in africa anyway there's our history lesson for the day
0: I, I didn't hear you mention America being part of that. That's weird. It's weird.
2: Well, that's because we kicked them out. <laughs> we shot them. Look, if you give an
0: American a chance to make a British joke, you know about getting away from Britain, we just have to take it.
4: Yeah? Yes. <laughs> Ding now about the uh, uh last episode, really good episode again. Not a lot of sports talk, so hooray. Um, my thoughts on uh the stories, um is it a doll or is it a sex doll? Is it anyway, you know the conversation you had. Uh my thoughts went to uh toys that you buy. There are toys that are called sex toys, but they're not toys. So I guess it kind of relates to the doll thing. Uh, Is it just a toy? No, it's it's not. It's a sex toy. So is it just a doll? No, it's not. It's a sex doll.
2: Could a sex doll really just be a sex toy? Well, all right, here's my thing.
0: (laughs) Nobody's buying a sex toy and leaving it alone. You know, like they're not. Right. You're not buying it and sending it into a seat at the at the uh, stadium. You know, well, uh,
2: some people did,
0: <laughs> but that, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we don't need to get into these
2: waters. <laughs> okay, I still think I'm right, <laughs> but that is an excellent point, Jacqueline makes. Well, we can agree to disagree, like gentlemen. Sure, yeah, yeah. absolutely.
4: I'm sorry, but kind uh, of you win that argument there. Um, <laughs> where else? Oh, uh, oh, the, the gentleman that said that ladies should uh, preach um, or say prayer or whatever. Uh, you mentioned he was a magician, and I really <laughs> was more intrigued by that than anything else that you said. That's an
2: excellent point. <laughs> no, <laughs> the I wish there was more than that. <laughs> uh, I don't know if, if this guy's ever read the Bible, but the Bible's not big on magic. <laughs> if we're taking it literally, like <laughs> he said. If you believe it's literal, then yeah, no magic.
0: I guarantee you he's going to hit you with a sleight of hand, a <laughs> top
4: stuff you know <laughs> yeah. cause uh I'm not sure that the bible is all that big on magicians um I actually did a little bit of research about it before I called uh believe it or not <laughs> I do research before I call in um and uh there are some uh, some people in the uh The Christian community that says that uh, if magicians are involved with the occult, clearly this is something Christians must avoid. The difficulty is in knowing which are associated with the occult and which are not. So I'm thinking this guy is probably associated with the occult. And that's probably uh, why he's using women as the scapegoat, just so that no one picks up on the fact that he's a magician which again disappointed you guys. you guys didn't delve a little further into that one <laughs> uh and last bit uh baloney we were talking about uh we actually call it as well where i'm my part of the world we call it newfoundland steak okay um newfoundland again being a province uh in nova scotia that's very close to my province or sorry in canada that's very close to my province of nova scotia anyway we call it newfoundland steak and it is the best when the fried up to like really
2: uh, she's not done she had to call back in <laughs> so he time now <laughs> <Yes. laughs>
4: bologna is best enjoyed fried up till it's really crispy and then covered in ketchup and eaten it like that no bread, no nothing else anyway, uh, great show again, five stars of course uh, I'll talk to you later, bye
0: alright, you lost me at the ketchup <laughs> uh, I, I, was, I was all on your side <laughs> now, you lost me at the ketchup
2: <laughs> that is disgusting <laughs> that's how my ten year old eats his bologna yeah, right. yeah, that's like kid stuff you have a ketchup on it <laughs> Ali. All
0: right. Well, I feel like Jacqueline called me out a lot in that call, and that's fine. I deserve it. And I will definitely yield to her expertise on both sex toys and Acadians
2: and magic. And magic. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Right. Actually the reason we didn't talk about that more is because that's kind of a given yeah. where we're from. Right. I mean, we're from a very conservative society sure. where we think Dungeons and Dragons is real. Oh. And you're like God. using the power of the devil when you right. play the game. Chris Angel is <laughs> <laughs>
0: blackballed by all Southern Baptists. <laughs> yes,
2: <laughs> I mean, I mean, my grandma. She thinks all those people really are supernatural. Sure, right. Yeah. <laughs> like this is the devil that that made uh, oh, what's his name? What's the other street magician?
0: David Blaine.
2: Yes. My, my grandma thinks that the devil makes David Blaine uh, levitate levitate uh, escalators <laughs> and whatnot. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Chris Angel, he's a puzzling one for me yeah.
0: because he was like uh, he's like a hard rocker, you know, like his whole persona. I was right. just like, hey man, uh, you're still a magician, <laughs> you know? Like I know you want to be cool, but you're still a magician. know, <laughs> yeah, pull a rabbit out of a hat. That's fine.
2: I feel like he he did better than. I think just about any other magician ma- making magic cool. Yeah, I mean magic. I, well, magic is cool. Yeah, but, I, I like magic, but you ain't. Gonna but there's get a difference it. between magicians and rock stars. Yeah, yeah. He tried to blur the line. You <laughs> yes. know,
0: like uh, like dude, you look like you need to be a puddle of mud. You know, not up here making the Statue of Liberty disappear or whatever.
2: Puddle of mud. Yeah. Uh, all right. Next next call. Um. Your father, oh, the father does the
1: intro to to the beginning of the podcast, right? I
4: was, he has a very thick southern accent, and I always thought he said, um, French or Friends Radio Network. I'm like, what? It's kind of strange. And then I was looking on the computer version of Twitcher and I found it. Do I have
3: like a Mid, mid-eastern eastern, uh,
1: midwestern accent Just are you video
2: goodbye I couldn't really hear that could you? <laughs> I'm sorry look if you're in a hostage situation <laughs> man just
0: <laughs> let us know okay
2: <laughs> I mean <laughs> <laughs> are you hiding when you're making this phone call? I will uh, I will amplify that so that the listeners listening to the podcast can actually hear it <laughs> I heard something about the fringe radio network Yes, he he didn't know exactly if it was uh it's the fringe radio fringe, network.
0: Fringe yeah, like uh on a cowboy jacket. Fringe <laughs> yes. radio network.
2: Or the sci fi show fringe. Okay. About I'm not fringe familiar science. with that. <laughs> I'm more familiar with fringe on a cowboy's jacket.
0: <laughs> on like a Billy Ray Cyrus concert, you know, outfit.
2: Like Marty McFly's outfit in Back to the Future Part there Three. <laughs> there we go. Yes.
0: Uh yeah, the Fringe Radio Network. We're a part of that. Brought us millions of listeners, um, millions
2: <laughs> of listeners. Yeah. Now you just you don't know that you don't know it because it's all on you know pirate internet radio yes, stations right. in Russia and <laughs> Tanzania. But we're we're very popular. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Shout out to Johnny. Hadn't heard from Johnny in a while.
2: He's still at. I, I, every now and again, he'll message me and he'll be like, "Hey, you guys are on the radio and." Fort smith arkansas you told me that i haven't
0: haven't been able to see anything on
2: that yet that's not the only radio station that is playing us apparently okay
0: (laughs) all right well i hadn't heard (laughs) i've researched that radio station i can't find any earth (laughs) oddity stuff on
2: there yeah i've yet to get a check (laughs) Yeah, right
0: somebody's getting paid for that
2: (laughs) (laughs) anyway but that said i will say that uh I mean, being on the French Radio Network, you know, didn't cost us anything.
0: No, absolutely. And at
2: the time, it did double our audience. Yes, so, right. And, and
0: we picked up a lot of good friends and a lot of good listeners out of we here. have. Yeah, so I, we, I,
2: I, I don't, don't get me wrong. I'm just <laughs> yeah, poking. I'm we like poking to we like Johnny. to joke about uh, the French Radio Network, but uh, I tell you what, we're going to make friends where we can make them. Absolutely. And uh, right. we are happy to be a part of the French Radio Network. Sure.
0: Yeah. No. I'm not. I'm not. I'm
2: just. Joshin, <laughs> yeah. Joshin, yeah. just janking yeah. All right, last call.
3: Hey, I'm gonna break up
2: the last three
3: shows. Do my little notes on this show. You know how it is. It's this. This is thing. Anyway, I just want to say, first of all, the most obnoxious thing is this, element Just want to put that out there. I know y'all from Tuscaloosa, but it don't really matter. Alabama. So just going to put it out there You know how it is uh, Also you know, You know you want to do a sports podcast But
1: you failed to mention
3: the fact That the SEC has husbands. We do Did you know that?
0: Yeah absolutely I didn't know that. Oh the frozen tide I think we won the Conquerors championship
2: <laughs> It's uh it's Alabama a, wins again. It's a club level sport right now <laughs> Okay. Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't know that. Oh yeah How yeah. about that? Okay Oh okay
3: and firepower. I don't know if y'all know, but for about $1,000, I'll tell you where a guy in Tuscaloosa in a residential neighborhood has a bunker with all kinds of uh, World War II, Vietnam, Gulf War, Ordinance. Yeah. For $1,000, I'll do that for you. Just say, If something to promote the show, you know, might be out there. I'm about to see y'all do a Hot Ones episode, you know?
0: You probably won't get on the internet, but let's film it. Let's do it. Eat the hot sauce on wings. Let's see. Hotter, and hotter, hotter. See how far y'all can get. All right. While well, I'm signing out, you're saying, keep being odd. All
2: right.
0: I love the keep being odd. <laughs> yes. I'm a baby when it comes to hot sauce.
2: Oh really? Oh yeah.
0: yeah. Okay. I've I've never been able to take a lot of spice.
2: Well, now I will say that uh, I'm not one of these people that's gonna you know eat something that's just painful. Yeah, I don't because do those I think funs. that makes me more manly. But yeah. now, but I do like my food like right there on the edge. Okay. If that makes, like if I go to a wing place, I'm not going to get the hottest sauce on there. Oh yeah. But I'm probably going to go like, like Buffalo Wild Wings. They got what like twenty sauces. I'm probably going to be right there in the 17, 18 range.
0: Uh, let me ask you a delicate question. Okay. So let's say you're in the 17, 18 range. You eat a dozen wings, whatever, mm-hmm. drums and flats. How is it on the backside? You know, <laughs> like
2: it feels like it would be just as painful. Well, now for me, yeah, it's it's never been an issue. Okay. Now, as I age, maybe that will change. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. You might be squatting <laughs> on the seat. <toilet> <laughs> but I will say that for whatever reason, that's that's never really been an issue. Okay. I
0: just don't. I've never understood the. Uh, I want to get something as hot as I can get it. Mm-hmm. So, like all you taste is the hot sauce. Mm-hmm. You know, like I take. I like to taste the flavor of the food. Some dishes are hotter than others, and if they are, I'll eat them. But I'm not voluntarily going to go. Make something super hot, right? Just for the sake of making it super hot. And I do think there's a lot of like, well, I'm manly. Yes. I can, well, I can eat it. You know, I'll eat this habanero pepper right here. And I'm just like, dude, more power to <laughs> you. You know, that's fine if you need that. Well, you know, feel guys good. are
2: competitive and yeah.
0: it's a lot easier. Like, to- what a weird thing to be competitive about.
2: Well, I would it- be like, let's compare 401ks.
0: Let's be competitive in that area.
2: Well, it's a lot easier to eat a dozen extra, extra, extra super torched hot wings than it is to have a bigger paycheck sure. than your buddy makes <laughs> okay. more money than you.
0: Yeah, there you go. Or
2: you know, throw an 80-yard touchdown pass, right. you
0: know? Well, if you throw an 80-yard touchdown pass, you get my respect.
2: You
0: know? <laughs> yes. I was thinking the other day, I could probably – I maybe could throw a football 30 yards now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I don't I, think I, I could I
2: throw it that far.
0: I don't think I could – if I could unleash one, I don't have it in me anymore. <laughs> I
2: remember back in my younger days when I was in my twenties. You know, we would go out and throw the football, and throwing the football is still a lot of fun. Yeah, but you'll you'll notice these young guys they they spread far, they spread oh, yeah. out, right? It's far enough they know they can't make that pass. Right. They know they're not accurate accurate enough to make that pass. But they're still going to be like a, right. a you know, baseball diamond away from each other. Yeah, uh, I, I know. That's it's just. <laughs> You're just dumb. I remember I would always be, I would, and I was, for whatever reason, I was usually the oldest guy in my group of friends back then. Yeah. And I would always be like, guys, bring it in. Yeah. I know you're not going to hit me from that far away. Okay.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I don't want to chase this ball. Let's bring it in. It's funny, anyways. You
2: know, (laughs) you're not going to look cool. I mean, yeah, maybe you can throw it 50 yards, but you're not going to get anywhere near me. (laughs) Right. (laughs) So.
0: Yeah, I, I just don't I don't know how far I could throw a football. We should do a video challenge on that. <laughs> see who can throw one the furthest. <laughs> like a nerf one. If you gave me one of those like nerf. Oh ones, yeah. You can dude, you can you can, can, you can
2: sling those. Yeah. Those little bitty ones, you yeah, know. Yeah, with a tail on that, them. That know? are designed to go that yeah. far, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. Oh yeah, oh yeah. You can launch that. But those. a regular
0: like a uh, college football size mm-hmm. football, I don't I don't think I could throw one thirty yards, maybe.
2: I don't think I could throw one that far.
0: Yeah. And my shoulder would fall off. I <laughs> know.
2: Yeah. Also, I noticed like when I was uh again, when I was in my twenties, you know, I could flick it out, you yeah. know, and, and I, I didn't have a lot of distance, but nowadays I'm more like I'm more like a trebuchet now. <laughs> like I can't just <laughs> flick my, my yeah. bicep like I could yeah. back when I was twenty. Yeah, I don't think I can without throwing it. my shoulder out. Yeah.
0: I would have to warm up for like a day and a half before <laughs> yes. we actually tried to do it. Here's something,
2: okay, apparently, our voicemail number can get text messages, oh okay. We got a text message this week uh said that the uh Korean K League that put the sex dolls, and he said sex dolls, not dolls. Okay. <laughs> the Korean K League that put the dolls in the stands for their games had a game scheduled with the Y League, but the field surface was too slippery, <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: so that's a good one. whoever said that in? <laughs> yeah. Like so, that. but
2: apparently you can call us, or you can send us a text Good, message. Text us in. that's that's <laughs>
0: awesome. I still contend it's just a doll.
2: <laughs> I just want to go on the record for that. Okay, okay. I know
0: everybody else <laughs> may be against me, but I'm just saying it's just a an anatomically correct
2: doll. I was going to say I would like to thank all of our patreons, mm-hmm. but I would especially like to thank Mr. Chris Tipton, Mr. Derek Reeves, Mr. JD Westfall, Mr. Todd Glover, Mr. Brandon White. Yeah. And introducing our newest patron, $10 patron, Tyler Bond. Okay, Tyler Bond. Thank you so much for pledging at the $10 or up level. Oh, yeah. You're the reason we continue to abandon our families and sit in a room and record Patreon content. Sure.
0: If my last name was Bond, I would the amount of 007 <laughs> jokes that I would make
2: would be so obnoxious <laughs> yeah. you know uh, and also we have a huge announcement huge for the month of june okay squirrel has agreed that anyone who signs up at the $10 or above level on patreon on earth Oddities patreon okay gets a free bottle of cajun ah. curl spice okay all right now that is a deal right that there that is a deal that's amazing. Not only do you get a sticker, not only do you get extended shows, not only do you get an exclusive show once a month, you also get the life changing Cajun Curl Spice. That's
0: right. Wow. Mm-hmm. I
2: feel sorry for all you suckers who signed up before this. Well, now wait a second. <laughs> all those who are currently already signed up at the $10 level, your Cajun Curl is in the mail, baby. Oh, wow. It is on the way. Wow. So, wow. You didn't even know you were getting it didn't even know it. Wow. Yeah, I mean Speaking of which, Todd Glover, we need your address, dude. Okay. <laughs> he may be running from the law. i Todd's yours isn't on the way, <laughs> but as soon as you give us a PO box something, we'll send it that we'll send it that way. Uh that's amazing. You
0: yeah. Know? Yeah. That's awesome. I am um, so I'm blown
2: away that Squirrel would do that. That's that's awesome. But it's just an excellent way for him to maybe introduce some products sure. to people who hasn't had the opportunity to try it. Yeah. That's a deal right there. It is.
0: I mean, that's a deal. Mm-hmm. You should sign up just to get the free Cajun curl. Forget the extra shows and
2: stuff. <laughs> yes. you know. It's, now, it's just for the month of June. Better hurry up. And the way I told, uh, I told Brandon we'd work it out to where, now, it's going to go for the entire month. But the week before the 4th, we're going to go ahead and ship out all the patrons we have so that you can use it on your 4th of July cookouts oh, coming yeah. up. Right. And we want you to be able to try that. Sure. Then, yeah. But you know, for the entire month of June, if you sign up at the ten or the fifteen dollar level, you get all the Patreon perks as well as free Cajun curl. Wow! So You can't
0: beat it. Can't not beat it. Not with a stick. <laughs> no. That's a, not that's even with awesome. a stick. That's pretty awesome. Well, thanks, Squirrel. Mm-hmm. Long time friend, fellow Araman in Aracoma Four Eighty One, mm-hmm. and which that probably means nothing to you, Tiny. But Squirrel knows what it means. So we're in a secret society together that I can't tell you about. So that's cool. I think he's a vigil honor member too, like myself. So. He's a what? I can't even tell you that. <laughs> Sounds like he said again. vigilante. I can't even say it again.
2: I'm afraid. So Okay. I know he is. I know he's a vigil honor member. All right. Yeah. If you for whatever reason, if you can't I understand there's people out there who are currently jobless and people who have uh they just simply can't sign up for the Patreon. I get that. Sure. But now one thing that's not going to cost you a cent is to just tell someone else about the show. Absolutely. So please, if you can't sign up, we would love for you to sign up for the Patreon. We understand if you can't, but one thing that we would appreciate it, if you could just tell one person about the show, just get one more set of ears on this content so we can grow the audience. That's
0: right. This. uh. It's the least you could do for us. <laughs> yes. Just tell somebody. Just be like, hey,
2: Even if it's to make fun these- of us, yeah. yeah. I mean, we don't care. Us
0: together. I've been made fun of my whole life. I do not care. I have no feelings anymore. <laughs> I'm a horrible person anyway, so I don't mind if you make fun of me. I deserve it.
2: Will, do you have anything else?
0: No, not really. Just, uh, you know, everybody just be cool this week. Mm-hmm. Remember my one life advice for everybody. Just be cool. It's, yes. Uh, Tasty times in the world, and we want everybody um in our community to bring some good vibes to everybody else and um remember that things aren't always gonna suck, they'll get better yeah, right, that's true, yeah.
2: Well, you have been listening to Earth Oddity Podcast, and we thank you so much for joining us no matter where you get us. Whether you get us from Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, CastBox, iHeartRadio, Spotify, we're on them all. Yes. If you would like to email into the show, we are at Planetmail.net. If you would like to tweet at us, we are at underscore earthoddity on Twitter. We occasionally post show art. You yeah. can check that out on Instagram. Had some amazing hashtags this week. <laughs> we did. <laughs> I, I really worked on that. And don't try to spell out a secret code in the <laughs> hashtags because there's not one. No. And by far, the most popular way to get in touch with us is our phone number. What's that phone number?
0: 662-493-2059. One more time for the people in the back.
2: You can leave a voicemail or you can text us apparently. Yeah. Yeah, you can text us. Send (laughs) us. Whatever. No sexting, by the way. (laughs) No. We're both married men. (laughs) We hope everyone out there has an excellent week. Earth Oddity for the French Radio Network signing off. Love y'all. Bye. This has been a very
3: odd production. Thanks for listening.